Good morning, and welcome to Encouraging Moments with Marilyn, a podcast designed to give you an encouraging word, inspiring word for your everyday living. And let me introduce you to the host of this podcast, none other than me, Elder Marilyn Key. Giving God the glory this morning for my life, for your life, for our life, for waking us up this morning. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I just want to praise him. Give him glory on this morning for all of who he is, all of what he has done in our lives on today. So God, I give you glory, praise, and honor on today for my life and the lives of the listeners. In Jesus' name, amen. On today. I want to talk to you about something and it's about dealing with Christians, dealing with church folks. On today, I I want you to know that when you walk into the church and you say, Lord, I want to live for you, I'm letting you know now, you're going to see some people that, you know, that bring you joy, that and you say, I want to see their face every time I go into the church. Then you're going to meet some people that you're going to say, I wish they never, I had never met them. And for this reason, I want you to understand that the wheat and the tails are growing together. I'm letting you know that now. Wheat and tails are growing together, y'all. You know, in previous episodes, we talked about taking the shackles off, keeping the shackles off and all of that. But I told you, once you made a decision in your mind to make a change in your life and you say, I'm going to start going to church. And see, this is the reason why some people walk back outside the church because they see them same types of folks. And I'm going to be brief on today. I'm going to be brief on today. And I'm going to give you the word. I'm, I'm going to let you know about the weed and the tares. I'm going to let you know uh, about uh, dealing with church folk and how not to let them detour you away from your destiny. Don't let them stop you. You become the true church. You become the true church. It's some things, y'all, that pleases God. That pleases God. It's some things that God hates. So I'm going to tell you some things that God hates. Because when you enter into, you become the church, you want to do those things that please God. You you don't want to step inside the church trying to step into a clique. Step into the uh, into a place or in, into a group of people that's always talking about other folk. Now I told you about those people. They want to lead everything. They don't want to follow no thing. And they want to tell everything. And that means they, they want to take over everything. They want to take over the church. They want this high position. They want to be able to supervise people and all that kind of stuff, but never clean a toilet, never clean up the, the sanctuary, never bring nobody no water. Don't do none of that, but want to take over everything. And they don't want to follow nothing, y'all. They don't want to follow nothing. Pastor tell them I need for you to clean off the lot. They don't want to do that. Tell you to move some chairs instead of you moving a chair. You tell somebody else to move the chair. Oh, yes, move this over there. Move that over there. Move this over there. Consistently, consistently want to lead but never follow no thing. And then on top of that, y'all, want to tell everything. Tell how this isn't going properly. That's not going properly. I can do this better than this person. Or I can do that better than that person. Or or they're not doing this properly. When God didn't place you over a people, he just gave you a certain position or told you to do a certain thing in the church. 
See, we got to have humility when it comes to this church thing. When it's when it comes to being the church, we must have humility, y'all. And there's some thing that God hates. Let me run it down to you on today. Like I said, I won't be before you long on, on this podcast on today because I'm just introducing something. I'm just introducing dealing with church folk. So got to lay the foundation for that, y'all. It said Proverbs the sixth chapter. Proverbs the sixth chapter. And the 16th through the 19th verse. And it reads, these six things that the Lord hates. Yea, seven are an abomination unto him. It said, a proud look, a lying tongue, and hands that shed innocent blood, and heart that devises wicked imaginations, feet that be swift in running to mischief, a false witness that speak of lies, and he that sow discord among, among the brethren. Discord means division. It means that I'm pitching one person against the other person. That means that there's no unity there. And we all know that in order for church to work properly, there has to be unity. I don't care if you're on the praise team. I don't care if you're just sitting on the bench. It's got to be some unity in the house. Got to be some unity in the house. The Holy Spirit cannot work in dysfunction. It's got to be some some functionality there, (laughs) y'all. Got to be some some proper functioning there. See, God places things in order. He don't do things out of order. He don't sow discord. He doesn't want us on discord. He wants us to do what he has called us to do so that there can be a show of love in the church. He wants us to show love towards one another. So I'm letting you know how to deal with church folk. You deal with church folks in love. Uh-huh. And But it love got to grow. Those fruits of the spirits, they have to be matured in you when you're coming through the door. When you come through the door, you're learning how to live Christ-like. You're learning how to live the way that God has called you to live. He called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. So when they become new, it doesn't mean that you're not going to have a fight on your hand. Because if you didn't have no fight on your hand, in Ephesians, I think it's the sixth chapter, he wouldn't tell you to put on the whole armor of God, that you may stand against the wiles of the devil. He would have never told you that in Ephesians. The word of God would have never said that if if he didn't know that you was going to have a fight on your hand, that the devil would work through some people that's in the church. See, that's why you got to have a changed mind and you got to have your mind stayed on who? On Jesus. When you walk into a church, take your mind off the folks. Take your mind off the people. Put your mind on living for Jesus. You you got to. Having a Christ-like mindset. And like I told you before, you got to lead after God's own heart. You know, he following Christ. You know, he doing what's right. Then you follow that leader as he follows Christ. Because that's the leader over you. That God has placed over you. You're submitting to leadership. You submit to them folks on your job. When you go to your job. And them folks give you some rules and regulations to go by. When they tell you to do certain things, you do it because you want to keep your job. Well, it's certain things in the word of God that God tells you to do in order to keep your salvation. I'm telling you this now. There's some things you got to do to keep your salvation. That's working out your own soul salvation. You can't let people detour you away from your salvation. Don't let people detour you and run you back outside the church, back into a life that you know that you don't want to go back to. See, that means that person is controlling you. And the one thing that you need to hate 
is some is the wrong thing controlling you. That's where self-discipline comes in. So on today, I just want to introduce that to you. I want to give you some little tidbits uh, about dealing with church folk. Because like I said, the first thing is you can't look to the people anyway. You got to look to God and you have to deal in love. And I know it's going to take something because you say, well, these people are supposed to be the people that I'm looking to to uh, for, for me to know how to live. And some of these very same people be the one to cuss you out in the parking lot. That's why you can't look to folk. That's why your leader has to be one that has the heart of God and you follow him as he follows Christ. That's what I'm telling you now on, on today, folks. See, it's some wheat and some tares in the church. Wheat and tares in the church. That means it's that good harvest. That's them folks that, every, like I say, every time you see them, you won't see them. They, they put a smile on your face and say, you living right? Come on, you got to be encouraged to live right. Come on. Put that smile on your face. Lift that chin up. We're going to do this thing and we're going to get it right. We're going we're gonna to do what God say do. You know, it's some people in the church that encourage you to continue to live in a righteous life. Continue to doing good things. There's some people that teach you the word of God. They break it down to you. And they give you the word of God and let you know exactly what it means. Because they're being led by God's spirit. See, you got to try the spirit by the spirit. You got to have a spirit first, though. You see? The spirit has to be inspiring you, has to be illuminating the word of God to you. But when you first enter into the, the church and you become the church, desire the sincere milk of the word. That means that you take that word, that word is, is broken down to you. And, and you desire to do what that word say do. Desire the sincere milk of it. When you're milking something, you're getting everything out of it. The essence out of it. You taking it uh, word for word, but you the Holy Spirit is illuminating it to you, and you saying, "Well, this is what God say, and this is what I'm gonna do." Desire that. Desire the word because it's the word of God that brings change in your life. See, it's power in words when you speak a thing. So a man think of so as he. But God said that we as believers, can, we can decree a thing and it be established because we've been given that power by Jesus when he died on that cross for us. And when we believe in him, when we have faith in him, when we have faith in him, faith in what he has done for us, then we can have that power to decree a thing. But before I go, I want to tell you this about the wheat and the tares. Matthew, the 13th chapter, the 24th through the 30th verse reads like this. Another parable put he forth unto them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is likened unto a man which sowed good seed in his field. But while men slept, his enemy came and sowed tares among the wheat and went his way. But when the blade was sprung up and brought forth fruit, then appeared the tares also. So the servants of the householder came and said unto him, Sir, didst not thou sow good seed in thy field from whence then hath the tares? Those are weeds. He said, he said unto them, an enemy hath done this. The servant said unto him, Wilt thou then that we go and gather them up? But he said, Nay, lest while ye gather up the tares, ye root up also the wheat with them. Let both grow together until the harvest. And in the time of harvest, I will say to the reapers, Gather ye together first the tares and bind them in bundles to burn them. But gather the wheat into my barn. So I'm letting you know on today 
You got some wheat in the church and you got some tares in the church. And some people, they want to create division. But God say, that's an abomination unto him. The person that causes division amongst the people. You should not cause division amongst the people. It's some tares in there that want to choke out the wheat. But I'm telling you now, you got to deal with people in love. Deal with them in love. And you got to focus on what you're there for. You have to focus on what church is really for. You have to focus on living a life that is pleasing to God. And so that's what these uh, these new episodes are going to be about. It's going to be about dealing with church folk. Okay? Dealing with church folk. That means that you're not even looking at the church folk. You're looking at God. Looking at what you're supposed to be doing. Actually supposed to be doing. Dealing with church folk. That's what it's going to be about, y'all. <laughs> you got to learn how to deal with church folk. You got to deal in love with them. But I'm telling you, it don't happen overnight because you're still growing and you're still maturing in the word. And you're still wanting to live a life that is pleasing to God. So, y'all, this has been Elder Marilyn Keys encouraging moments with Marilyn, y'all. And so I just want you to understand that, yes, you're going to have some people that's living for Jesus, but you're going to have some tears up in there that try to tear everything down and tear everything up. I'm telling you that now. So your main goal is to focus on your salvation, working out your own soul salvation when you become the church, when you become the church. So in the name of Jesus, I thank God for y'all on today. Thank God for the listeners on today. And that's what we're going to be talking about on Encouraging Moments with Maryland. Dealing with church folk. Hallelujah. Y'all have a beautiful, blessed day in the Lord on today. I give them glory for you. Hallelujah. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.